You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters, bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Press Zone Philadelphia, right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media, a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. We are so glad that you're here with us today on uh, the Press Zone Philly, and uh, I am your host, Amy Johnson, the lead correspondent here at the AHL Report, and I'm joined each and every week by my tremendous co-host, the founder of Rocket Sports Media, and our editor-in-chief, of course, and that would be Rick Stevens. How are you today? Happy spring. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. It's, That's uh, good. You know, where I don't know where this month is going, but it's... How, it's going. I did say it's going. <laughs> Feels like March 1st was just like yesterday, but uh, here we are. With uh, lots of sports news. Lots, lots of sports, of sports news. news. Oh, yeah. The NFL and free agent signings. Yes. Kyle Rudolph's gone to the Giants. Hard to see that. Carson Wentz has gone to the Colts. <laughs> That's big news around these parts. Um, and now there's like these rumors that they're going to bring full, that they're talking with Chicago to bring Foles back, which. Oh, boy. I oh, could, you know, <laughs> Philadelphia, where quarterbacks and goaltenders go to. <laughs> I saw uh, like an inning of uh, the Phillies uh, Tigers yeah. um, in their uh, preseason spring training. Absolutely. I, I, the, the, my team from my youth was, was the Detroit Tigers. Ah, okay. um, so, I, you know, I'm not, I, I love going to ball games, but uh, I don't follow as uh, MLB as closely as I, I once did. But uh, Philadelphia, uh, the Phillies always look great. I love their, their jerseys, their mm-hmm. their uniforms, they look terrific. Every single one of their uniforms always looks yeah. tremendous. Uh, yeah, spring training hopping right along. There was a picture that came out um, <laughs> of Bryce Harper in still in full uniform, gassing up at the gas station down in Florida. <laughs> Somebody, I think that caption on it was Bryce Harper looking like a little leaguer out here in his full uniform uh, getting gas. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Eagles talk heating up, Phil's talk heating up, opening days coming up right around the corner. Um, NCAA, March Madness, uh, Villanova advanced, woo. Uh, Drexel, 
not so much, but Villanova uh, moving moving on. So we'll see how that goes. And well, and and when it comes to the Sixers, even uh, basketball has officially entered the second half of the season. Um, this is the time for teams to prove if they're contenders or pretenders. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Get in the action now to claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. And, you know, playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. You just pick your lineup, you stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, every steal, every assist means so much more with the DraftKings daily fantasy lineup. Now, you know, which teams are poised to make a late-season push? You know, I'm going to leave I'm going to leave I'm going to leave that speculation to uh, to the folks that cover basketball all the time. I will say if there's a prediction that I that I am going to make, it's mm-hmm. that Kyle Lowry from the Toronto Raptors is going to become a Philadelphia 76er. I think go. that trade mm-hmm. is going to happen and we will welcome Kyle welcome Kyle Lowry in South Philly with open arms absolutely any day of the week. With DraftKings payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app right now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. And this week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kyle Lowry to Philadelphia. You heard it here. Um, Who what, else would be interested in that prediction? Um, I'm sure no one that wants to be mentioned <laughs> in this segment. All right. <laughs> Joseph Whalen. Um, so, uh, yeah, speaking of lots to talk about, we've got a stacked agenda for you today on the Press Zone Philadelphia. Of course, in our first segment, we're going to cover the Philadelphia Flyers, and we're going to talk about the uh, – oh, oh, every game is like a – tough pills, pills, pill to swallow. So we're going to talk about how the, the Flyers have, have prevailed or not over the last week. Um, and uh, on on the future watch uh, portion of the segment, we're going to, you know, the um, just like the NCAA March Madness tournament uh, is in full swing, well, the NCAA Division One men's ice hockey tournament begins with the regionals this weekend. So we're going to talk about which Flyers prospects have made the regionals, uh, who's playing, when they're playing, our coverage of it, you name it, we're here for you for that. Then in our second segment, we're going to talk about the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, bring you up to speed uh, on how they are doing down there on the farm. And a couple of players, a couple of those youngsters that are really making a name for themselves down there. Uh, and then finally, in the third segment, we'll just take a quick trip around the AHL and bring you this week's CCM AHL Player of the Week and take a look at how things are stacking up around the American Hockey League. Whew. It's going to be Busy a show. Trip. It's a busy show. So let's start. Let's kick things off with the orange and black. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers, you know, we've talked now for a couple of weeks about how uh, the struggles just continue. Um, defensive struggles continue. Goaltending struggles continue. Last week we talked about how, you know, uh, for Carter Hart, uh, it's not necessarily a huge surprise that he's hitting some roadblocks in his development. He's a young goaltender. Um, goaltending is one of the the lengthiest 
in terms of yeah, yeah in terms of length of development goaltending is is at the top of the ladder um, so it's it's not necessarily surprising that he's hitting some obstacles it's just a matter of putting him in the right position of of getting across those obstacles and coming out well on the other side in addition to Brian Elliott being at a point where he's a little more than past his prime and and you put him out there and work him too much while Carter Hart's trying to get right um, and that leads to disaster so we talked about that last week but we're seeing those kind of things continue a bit Rick and you know the they they set up for this this series against the Islanders this three game series three four game series against the Islanders um, that they just capped off last night and um, you know finally last night you know we've seen things like um, Shane Gostisbehere sat for three games I think um, you know Vigneault's not pleased with his consistency and so on and so forth well obviously the experiment of um, Nate Prosser going in uh, didn't work at all. Nate Prosser had some abysmal, uh, not just shifts, abysmal games. Uh, Robert Hag's now dealing with a shoulder injury. Um, so already weak on defense, um, and you've got those issues going on. So Gostas Bear's back in the lineup last night. Um, he split up Sanheim and Myers, which seemed to work better last night. Um Actually, I think that's the second game in a row that, that he did that. Sanheim and Justin Braun together have been have been okay. Ghost was on the top pairing with Provorov. Um, and then you had um, Gustafson and Philippe Myers on the third pairing. And, and things started to come together. You saw a team that put – they had good energy. They had good compete. Uh, they were defensively responsible. They were forechecking hard for once. The Islanders were not all over them. Uh, they, they really took it to the Islanders, particularly in the first 10 minutes of the last night's game. Um, and they kept things tight. Brian Elliott was okay in net, um, but Ilya Sorokin was practically impossible to solve. Um, and they ended up losing in overtime. And it's just, Rick, it's, it's at that point in the season where they are chasing that last playoff position and every game like last night that goes by that they don't convert into two points, uh, things are going to start to get dire pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, uh, and, and, and it affects the mood around the team, the team, uh, you can see noticeable sags, um, and, and where is the, where's the answer? Where's the spark coming from? Um, goaltending is an adventure, as you said, and, and not to pick on either one. Um, you know, as, as we talked about last week, uh, Carter Hart, uh, just doesn't have the experience in dealing with adversity and Brian Elliott's being asked to do too much. Uh, but it's it's not just the goaltending. It's team defense uh, has struggled. And, um, you know, it's you, you, the Matt Niskanen uh, issue, and we've talked about that before. And, and it's funny because I draw some parallels uh, to the to the Montreal Canadiens in with Ben Sherrod out. Ben yeah. Sherrod is not necessarily uh, an elite first pairing defenseman at all. Matt Niskanen wasn't an elite first pairing defenseman, but it worked with Provorov and without him there. Um, and in thing, the room. And and in the room and on the bench, the way he calmed things down, um, things have fallen apart and. Um, you know the 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 young pairing has has uh, with Sandheim and Myers, particularly Myers, um, has uh, have really struggled. And uh, Eric Gustafson, uh, you know, 
I think uh, there's lots of finger pointing going on, uh, but a, a certain amount of that has to be go in the direction of, of Chuck Fletcher. Uh, his additions, particularly on defense, have not worked. Um, maybe a pleasant surprise has been Goss's beer because um, Ghost is, you know, you didn't know what you're going to get, and and uh, he's been he's been pretty good um, this mm-hmm. season. Uh, but that that whole group on defense, uh, they need some help. And uh, as you said, with the, the midseason presser coming out, we'll see if uh, there's any clues about the direction that um, uh, Chuck Fletcher wants to go in uh, ahead of the trade deadline. Well, that's just it. As you just alluded to, Chuck Fletcher, uh, the Flyers have announced that tomorrow uh, Chuck Fletcher will be giving his midseason press conference. So expect that we're going to hear a lot about how uh, – he feels the state of the the team is in. Um, I expect him to get pressed pretty hard about whether or not he's going to be active before the trade deadline. Uh, there's a lot of speculation uh, out there, uh, including you know our our. Let's see. There's lots of speculation about what Chuck Fletcher is going to do, but uh, in terms of of Ekholm, Ekholm seems to be, <laughs> I know Ekholm, Ekholm comes up in trade rumors for Montreal, definitely for Philadelphia as well. Um, there's uh, some outlets that has, have said that sources say that the Flyers are pretty high up uh, on, on the list of trade potential for Ekholm. We'll see if that happens. Um, I expect there to be plenty coming out uh, there's plenty that Chuck Fletcher isn't going to say in this press conference, but there's going to be a lot of questions for accountability of where the team's at right now to get to the playoffs. Interesting in Elliot Friedman's 31 Thoughts today, uh, and he talked a fair bit about Matthias Ekholm, but with respect to Philadelphia, um, he's he believes, and, and this is just his own feeling, uh, that the Flyers would key in on not Ekholm, but on Ryan Ellis. Um, mm. feeling that uh, they would like the fact that uh, Ryan Ellis has uh, has certainly more term, six years remaining on his $6.25 million contract, uh, where Ekholm just has one year um, uh, remaining. And, and they would see that as as uh, an advantage to solve their, their def- issues on defense over a longer term. Um, Elliot Friedman said, you know, if that doesn't work, um, maybe a more short-term answer is a, a player like Mark Stahl, um, if they're not able to uh, acquire Ellis. Um, so it's um, uh, lots to be answered in the, this next couple of weeks, but I think uh, most people are agreeing that that uh, the Flyers need help. They do. Um, you know, Carter Hart gets the start tonight. He had a complete day off yesterday. Uh, Alex Lyon was Brian Elliott's backup last night so that Carter Hart could just have a day off from being game ready, focus on some things with Kim Dillabaugh. Uh, he gets the start in net tonight. Thankfully, Elliott had a had a decent night last night. You know, he's been pulled uh, twice now. Uh, that didn't happen last night. Um, Carter Hart's got the New Jersey Devil. That's, that's the thing now coming up for... Um, the Flyers, they really need to take advantage of, of this busy week that they have. They've got uh, their you know second half of a back-to-back. Tonight they host the New Jersey Devils. Uh, that's a team that they want to take advantage of trying to get some points there. Um, and they're, they're going to have uh, some – they're going to see the Buffalo Sabres again coming up uh, real soon here. Uh, 
this weekend. So this it they can't allow much more time to slip by. Otherwise, it's going to get out of grasp, out of reach very quickly. Um, they've, um, to use our our friend Bill Meltzer's phrase, they've dug themselves quite a hole, uh, and and so now time has run out. They need to they need to dig out of it post haste. Um, talking not so much in short-term solutions, but long-term solutions. Uh, when we switch over to the prospect pool for the Flyers, um, NCAA action for the uh, the regional competition leading into the Frozen Four tournament begins this weekend. Uh, and while Bobby Brink uh, at the University of Denver and Ronnie Attard at Western Michigan University um, did not make it into the regionals, uh, their seasons are done. However, plenty of Flyers prospects did make it. Um, first and foremost, you've got Two prospects facing off against each other uh, Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock. That's defenseman Cam York, 2019 first-rounder, playing for the University of Michigan, will face off against Noah Cates uh, with, with the University of Minnesota Duluth, uh, fifth-round pick from 2017. Um, what a year it's been for Cam York. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, 20 points, 24 games uh, with the University of Michigan, but – uh, also, um, as we talked about, Big Ten uh, Defensive Player of the Year, mm -hmm. Big Ten First Team All-Star, yep. uh, won a gold medal at, at uh, the World Juniors. Um, boy, he's on a roll. He really is. Uh, he, that's going to be an exciting game to watch for sure. Uh, fans can catch that on ESPNU on Friday at 4 o'clock. Um, and again, you'll see two. You'll see Noah Cates on the other side of the ice uh, as well. Uh, he's a he's a winger for for UMD. Um, a name you probably don't hear all as often. Sixth round pick from 2018 is Gavin Hayne, who plays for the University of North Dakota. He'll be in game action on Friday night, uh, and then Saturday you've got three uh, you've got three Flyers prospects playing. First at one o'clock on Saturday afternoon, you've got Jack St. Ivany, fourth round pick, uh, defenseman pick in 2018 who plays for Boston College and then at 6:30 on Saturday you've got uh, first round 19th overall selection from 2018 Jay O'Brien the centerman playing for Boston University that's going to be one uh, that Flyers fans are certainly going to want to check out that's at 6:30 on Saturday and uh, last but not least, late night, Saturday night at 10 p.m., Bryce Brodzinski playing for the University of Minnesota. He's a seventh-round pick, right winger from 2019. Flyers well represented mm -hmm. at uh, the NCAA regionals. And so it's going to be interesting to see how all of those young men uh, fare this weekend. Uh, you can follow along with our coverage of the regionals at the AHL Report on Twitter. Uh, we're not going to do game-to-game, -game, uh, full-out game recaps. However, uh, look for uh, an article probably the early portion of next week just with a, a, some notes and some scouting analysis and, and thoughts uh, for these prospects Um at least, you know, guys like Cam York, Noah Cates, Jay O'Brien, that kind of thing, uh, early early next week. Uh, exciting time for, for, for the prospects in the NCAA. We are going to take a quick break on the other side of this commercial. We are going to uh, go down on the farm. We're going to talk about the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and see what they've been up to for the last week. And... Um, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, it, it wasn't a whole lot, but 
what they did do, pretty impressive. So we'll talk about it right after this. The Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. Their mission is to build a worldwide network of sports fans who are informed, engaged, entertained, and connected. Learn more about RSM, its team, and its portfolio of brands at rocketsportsmedia.com. Be sure to follow us on social media. Find us on Twitter at The AHL Report. Check out our original game photography on Instagram at AHL Report and watch our exclusive video interviews with players, coaches, and other notable hockey names on our YouTube channel at All Habs. Just remember to turn on notifications so that you never miss a video. The AHL Report, your premier source for Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and all American Hockey League news. Rocket Sports Media is currently recruiting talented, motivated, and committed people to join our team. If you're a student wishing to gain experience, a young professional interested in broadening your credentials, an experienced hockey mind looking for a platform to share your expertise, or a passionate fan looking to contribute to our publications by connecting with fellow hockey fans, we want to hear from you. If you are bright, loyal, passionate, and willing to dedicate yourself to a remarkable team, visit AHLReport.com and click the Join Our Team tab at the top of the page today. And welcome back to the Press Zone Philadelphia right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. Once again, I'm your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. And as I mentioned in the last segment, you do want to be sure that you're following us at the AHL Report uh, to get all of our game recaps, those prospect reports for the NCAA tournament I told you about, uh, all of those, all of that great news on Twitter. You want to be sure you're following us at the AHL Report. You also want to be sure you're following our Flyers and Phantoms coverage at the Flyers Report on Twitter. Uh, that's where you'll get our live in-game tweets uh, for Flyers games and for Phantoms games. Uh, and sometimes those two things are happening at the same time. When when that does happen, uh, we default and give you the Phantoms coverage at the Flyers Report uh, because we know that you're probably watching the Flyers game and uh, we still want to keep you up to date on what's happening in the AHL. And that's what we're going to talk about in this segment, Rick. Uh, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, unfortunately, didn't play much since the last time we spoke. Um, they they had had uh, those a couple of games postponed because of um, COVID protocols that were affecting the Binghamton Devils. Then they were able to play a game uh, a little over a week ago in Hershey. It was a great game. Uh, they they won that one four to one. Uh, and then they were supposed to play on Wednesday night, and they were supposed to play on Friday night. Uh, and both of those games got postponed uh, for COVID protocols affecting the Phantoms. Um, so a little bit of uh, a, of a little bit of a, an additional disruption to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms schedule last week, which meant. Um, when they finally were able to take the ice, it was just for this past Sunday, uh, a home game 
um, where they hosted the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. And boy, um, what a game it was. You know, the, the Phantoms, believe it or not, I know it seems like they've had a lot of postponements and so forth, but um, what they have done on the ice has has put them at the top of their division. Um and uh, they played a really good game against uh, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Ended up winning it five-four in overtime. Um, there have been so, it feels like almost every game that Lehigh Valley plays uh, goes to extra minutes, but uh, they came out on top of this one. The thing to me um, that continues to be the story behind the Lehigh Valley Phantoms this season is it's the youth movement that's really propelling them. Um, you know, there's there's a, a strong contingent of what we could call underage uh, players who are who are normally going to be in the OHL, uh, but since they're still on pause, uh, they're they're with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and those guys are really starting to make a difference, uh, including Wade Al- Wade Allison, who uh, of course after. After the year's postponement because of COVID, then unfortunately uh, was out with an injury and just finally made his uh, debut uh, in that game against Hershey. Um, well, in this game, he ended up, he scored his second goal in his second game, uh, a snapshot just 14 seconds into the game for the for the first, uh, first goal of the game, assisted by another youngster, Igor Zimula on the back end. And then, I mean, it just racked up from there. Tyson Forster uh, with a backhander had the second goal. Uh, Wade Allison then with an assist on the third goal by uh, Chris Mueller. Uh, And then, of course, Wilkes-Barre got their act together and they went on a little bit of a uh, of a push and they ended up going up 4-3 by the end of the second. Well, sure enough, uh, you know, Tanner Lazinski, who has... uh, had a little bit of, of struggle to get back in the lineup. He was injured in his first game in the Phantoms first game of the season. Uh, and then, and then came back finally just recently after injury, he scored his first pro goal, uh, to tie the game in the third period. And then he liked doing that so much. He scored again to win it in overtime for the Phantoms. So Rick, it's just been, um, you know, between Zade Wisdom, Tyson Forster, now Tanner Lazinski, Wade Allison, Wyatt Wiley had some some pretty hot moments at the beginning of the season. Igor Zamula has looked really good. Um, the youth movement in in Lehigh Valley, and that's not to take anything away from the veterans like Cal O'Reilly, um, Garrett Wilson, uh, you know, Chris Mueller, those kinds of guys. But the the young guys who are currently playing for the team are really just lights out right now. Well, and maybe a bit of internal competition because it was sure. uh, Wade Allison and Tyson Forrester that each got their their first pro goals uh, mm-hmm. about 10 days ago against Hershey. Uh, then Wade Allison scores his second. Tyson Forrester has to score his second. That's right. <laughs> and Tanner Lazinski catches up and scores his first two. So um, it's uh, it, it's been fun and, and a lot of uh, youthful enthusiasm on the Phantoms. And I believe it was Forrester who who when asked recently, you know, when the OHL, if the OHL starts playing, um, how are you going to feel about that? And he, I, I think I'm pretty sure that it was Forster that said this, that he, he feels that being with the phantoms is better for him. Uh, right now, I probably because they're winning and he's had some success. Um, but he's, uh, they're obviously taking full advantage of this unique opportunity. Um, and in fact, uh, Wade Allison, uh, 
in speaking with reporters uh, on on Sunday night after this game, you know, he talked a little bit about um, the injury. Uh, he and and spoke about how um, you know physically he feels he feels pretty good, but there's there's another aspect to his recovery uh, that he's still working on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, physically it's good. Um, mentally, we're still we're still working with it. Um, when you take that much time off. Um, of your ankle, you know, you just, you favor it a little bit. So there's still a few things that I used to do that I still haven't quite got, got around to doing, but I mean, we'll get there. We'll work with it. It's one day at a time. And it's one of those things you don't, you know, we see a player be able to get back out on the ice and, and, um, physically they look good. They're skating well, their things are starting to come together for them, but, but you, what you can't see is that, you know, the mental part of the game in, in, remembering what you can and can't do with muscles and and that you have overcome injuries and and you know those are particularly for a young player that's it's not always an easy thing to just snap your fingers and be able to go back to playing the way that you used to um so um i thought that was a a mature perspective from wade allison to Mm -hmm. acknowledge that that's something that that he's still working on in addition to that though uh yeah, Tanner Lazinski is obviously a, a, a means a lot to him. And uh, when Wade Allison was asked about uh, seeing Lazinski uh, score the first goal and and uh, went and grabbed the puck for him, uh, here's what he had to say about that. I took a quick hot lap to go get that one. I was I was very happy for him. I mean, he works so hard. He's been so close so many times. And so for her, for him to get the first one, I mean, they're just going to start filling the net now. He's he's going to be a tough man to stop. So I was incredibly excited for him. That <laughs> maybe even more excited for him than he was. It's always pretty fun, Rick, to mm. see uh, it, to see players get really excited for one another. I love that he said, you know, I think I was more excited about it than he was. <laughs> um, but you know, Tanner Lazinski, I, I Tanner Lazinski is a guy who I think now that the pieces are starting to fall into place for him. Uh, This is a prospect that I think is going to be really exciting to watch contend for an NHL job. In fact, Scott Gordon had some great things to say about him as well. Uh, It's just consistency. He's getting better every game. Um, You know, I I think uh, the the first game he played against Hershey uh, probably was a little bit of an eye-opening experience for him. He's a little, got injured during the game. And, uh, but every, ever since then, uh, I felt like he's uh, just playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, he plays the right way, you know, plays a 200 foot game. He's a strong kid. He's got a great shot, uh, pretty good vision. So, uh, you know, he has a lot, lot in the toolbox and um, we're seeing more of it every game. So the help isn't necessarily coming right away, but uh, we'll we'll see how things uh, continue to develop. It's it's certainly exciting and fun to watch the Lehigh Valley Phantoms so far this season, uh, and they will be on the ice again on Wednesday night with a game. Uh, they're hosting Hershey on Wednesday, uh, and then they also have games on Friday and Saturday this week. It's a busy week for the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and uh, as we said, be sure you're following at the Flyers Report and at the AHL Report for all of that coverage as well as our full game recaps. Uh, And for home games, uh, we do have post-game interview audio as well, so you don't want to miss that. We're going to take one last quick break. When we come back, we're going to go around the AHL and just give you a quick peek in on what else is happening in the American Hockey League. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. 
For all the latest news, interviews, analysis, and commentary about the Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and every other team in the American Hockey League, as well as information on prospects, junior hockey, and international hockey, head over to AHL.Report, the home of the AHL Report. Follow along on Twitter at the AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's the AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media, AHL.Report. In every city around the world, sports fans flock to popular watering holes to share a few pints, some good grub, and to cheer for their team. Think your favorite sports bar deserves to be recognized? Or are you traveling to a new place and need to find the perfect spot to watch a game? HockeyPub.com is the answer. Find out where the best spots are in your city to eat, drink, and meet fellow fans. HockeyPub.com the Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. And welcome back to the Press Zone right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. We're so glad you're back with us once again. I'm your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Uh, and you know, there's one other place we'd like to ask you to follow us on Twitter, and that is at the Press Zone. That's right. This podcast's Twitter account is at the Press Zone. Uh, so be sure you're following us there. It's a great place to uh, stay on top of uh, the podcasts as they come out or news about the podcast or, oh, you know, sometimes special opportunities thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network and our sponsorship from DraftKings. Uh, you'll hear all about those things at the Press Zone on Twitter, so be sure you're following us. Are you subscribed to the Press Zone? I am. Well, make sure that uh, that if you're listening to this podcast that you are subscribed to the Press Zone. Yes, please. Uh, and do, do one more thing. Okay. It's rate or review, leave a comment, uh, like, whatever whatever podcast app you're using. Mm-hmm. And if they have an opportunity to review, uh, just just give us a, 
you know, a good review. Um, it's a good re- Just take a second. Just it takes it. a second. Yeah. And it, it really, it really helps us. Yeah, it really helps. We'd really appreciate that. Because we want lots more hockey fans to be able to listen to this podcast with along with you every week. And the best way to do that, if you're rating and reviewing, that just bumps us up further in the uh, general search results. Um, and it tells other people why they should be listening to this show, uh, why you come back each and every week. And uh, we certainly want to help spread the spread the word. So thank you in advance from all of us here at the Press Zone. Uh, in this segment, of course, we go around the AHL. We always kick this segment off by introducing you to this week's CCM AHL Player of the Week, and it's a forward this week, and it would be TJ Tynan from the Colorado Eagles. He had, uh, in two games that he played last week, um, he had two goals and four assists, uh, so in a, in a pair of overtime victories. So recording three assists on Tuesday night, uh, which set up the game-tying goal uh, with 11 seconds remaining in regulation as well as the overtime winner and then the next night he scored a shorthanded goal to tie the game in the third period and then you know just scored the game winner in overtime so that sounds like a pretty decent two nights (laughs) and five goals in his 11 games played so far 14 points uh listen is his uh his most successful season uh, and that was with the Chicago Wolves. He had 15 goals in 70 games, so he's well outpacing uh, his best season um, uh, so far. Absolutely. Uh, so congratulations to him. Of course, we'll have uh, next week's CCM AHL Player of the Week. Perhaps, maybe it'll be even your favorite player. Who knows? Uh, Taking a look around the league, let's just take a quick glance at the standings. Uh, I think we've said this before that the Atlantic Division with its three teams of Providence, Hartford, and Bridgeport that uh, there isn't. I'm sorry to the Wolfpack and to the Sound Tigers fans, but there is no way you're catching the Providence Providence Bruins there handily sitting at the top of that division. Um, In the North Division, uh, Lehigh Valley still sitting at the top of that with Utica nipping at their heels. Uh, Rochester and Hershey pretty uh, pretty close together there in third and fourth. Uh, and then Wilkes-Barre, Syracuse, and Binghamton rounding out the North Division. Uh, Rick, the Canadian Division looks, uh, the top portion of it looks pretty tight. And there's been a change at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, last we last we checked in, it was the Stockton Heat uh, leading the Canadian Division, and uh, the Laval Rockets um, eight and two of their in their last ten games. They've moved to the top of the standings. They have uh, Manitoba sitting there in third, uh, who uh, Laval will be facing uh, later this week. And then Toronto and finally Belleville rounding out the Canadian League. Uh, The Central Division hasn't moved much at the top there, Rick. Nope. Chicago Wolves um, still with an 808 uh, winning percentage. Uh, and they're leading uh, the uh, Central Division. They are. And finally, in the Pacific Division, I'd, I don't know what the Henderson Knights, Silver Knights are doing, but my goodness, they are now 13-2, and two, sitting at the top of the division with an 867. Uh, Bakersfield isn't anywhere close to that. <laughs> Although the, Bakersfield's been on a run. They've won uh, 8 of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Henderson has stayed ahead of them with winning 9 of 10. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Bakersfield can make a push. Maybe. Henderson does have two games in hand on them. So um, 
we'll uh, we'll see how that how that works out. Interestingly enough, San Diego, Colorado, and San Jose are all sitting at third, fourth, and fifth respectively, all with a five hundred an even five hundred uh, tied for basically that third place position. Um, but San Diego has played twenty games. Colorado and San Jose have played 14 and 16. So, um, you know, San Diego is sitting there hoping that uh, the Eagles and the Barracuda don't uh, don't do too much catching up when they start to make up some of those games. So, uh, you know, each division, a little bit of jockeying for those top positions and uh, certainly some competition as we come down the stretch here. There's really not a ton of time left in the AHL. Uh, regular season. Um, we've got uh, the the last week and a half or so of March and then April and the first half of May, and then it's done. Uh, so we'll see. We'll keep you apprised of how things go um, with the AHL standings each and every week. Um, and so finally, for our feel-good finale, you know, it's really simple this week. Spring has actually finally sprung. We, we, we celebrated the first day of spring this past weekend, and I don't know about you, uh, if you're north of the border, but down here in the States, uh, the sun is shining. It's been in the 60s. The tulips are pushing up. The birds are singing. It's just, um, I can't believe it. Like, spring is here. And I'm I'm getting gardening um, uh, pictures from my gardening friends with nice. uh, you know seedlings coming up and everybody's Ooh. anxious to get out in the dirt and play a little bit. And, I think so. And uh, grow something beautiful. Absolutely. And as you said at the top uh, at the top of the show with uh, baseball just around the corner, that's when it really feels like spring. You know, nice sound the sounds of ball game. It's Tremendous. So we hope uh, while you're still practicing safe uh, safety measures for COVID-19, of course, social distancing and wearing a mask when you're out and about, we certainly hope you're also enjoying um, the the new season and the beautiful weather outside. Get outside, stretch the legs a little bit, and uh, get ready for some, uh, some more hockey action because things are really starting to heat up as we come down the stretch here. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us again this week. Uh, as we said, the NCAA regionals happening this weekend will have you covered from top to bottom for those uh, with the prospects that you're watching for. And uh, we can't wait to see you back here again next week on another excellent episode of The Press Zone right here on the AHL Report. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of The Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit AHLReport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.